Hey guys, and uh, welcome back to Katie's time here in Katie's podcast. Welcome back, you guys. I hope you enjoyed the first podcast, and it is a learning progress. Progress. Um, this week, this is the fourth week of class, and I'm just. I was kind of reading. So we have. We have three articles that we were looking at. Two articles, one book. We have mindful assessment. We have chapter one, what is backward design, and the last but not least, classroom assessment basics. And those two last ones that I named are the two articles, and it all kind of had to do with the way that you structure a classroom and the way that you teach your students in a way that is productive. And in a way that just kind of you know allows the students to learn while at the same time assessing them and seeing their background knowledge or their prior knowledge that they might have. I'm gonna start out with oh real quick. And so while I was reading these three class assignments, it really got me thinking about my metaphor. And what do I want my metaphor to be? Me as an educator, and I was thinking of, go- and I'm still stuck between this. So you guys might have some suggestions. Kind of stuck between teaching is is like being a gardener, and then teaching is also like being a tennis coach. And um, why tennis coach? You might ask. Is that's because I did play tennis all throughout my high school career, so I'm very familiar, and it's some a sport and activity I truly loved. So it's something I'm familiar with, and then reading these articles, honestly, I'm realizing how much, how much of a learning process playing tennis and the coaches, how much they incorporated different summative assessment and formative assessments, and how they really use that not even in just the classroom, but also in teaching tennis and. Um, I just want to start out with talking about formative and so and summative assessments because they're both very important. I think they both have very important qualities. But what I found just from the reading, so formative assessment aims to discover what from based off of the classroom assessment basics. The article it um, aims to discover what students know while they're still in the process of learning it. It is planned, ongoing process. By all the students and teachers during the learning and teaching, and so what I highlighted in my notes is the ongoing process used. And while summative, summative is just the overall, and that could be like your test, your end of the unit quiz or a presentation, kind of representing. And um, both of them are valid, and both of them are important. But what I came to realize is that for without formative. Assessment. There is no summative assessment. So I mean, there should be no. Let me clarify that because there are a lot of teachers who say, "Okay, we'll study this, and we will just have one quiz at the end of the unit." You know,、and、that's what you just call just the summative assessment, which I think does very little to help not only the t- the student but the teacher as well. And so. And I found that very fascinating because I did have in my prior classes, I did have teachers that simply all they did was just have end of the test units, and we could come up and ask them for help, but there was no formative, there was no planned ongoing processes where the teacher would check in, where we would do little small things to kind of show just where we were at knowledge wise and how we were learning and how we were progressing and growing. 
So I just thought that was very different. And I guess I never looked at it until now from a teacher perspective about how important that is for students. And from chapter one, what is backward design, backwards design? I think that completely and absolutely intertwines with formative assessment because in order to start with a formative, before you even start the formative assessment, you have to, you as an educator for the assignment, you have to start with a goal or standards, right? Or as we, in my sixth grade classroom that I'm student teaching, we have, um, we have learning targets, right? Learning targets. And then we have question. Uh, we have a, a like learning outcome and what the teacher expects the students to be able kind of to progress during the end of the week or the class period or whatever it may be. So backward design really, really, I, for me, I find in, in how he, my, prof, uh, my mentor teacher, Mr. Keller, how he designs it is that there's a learning target for the week and there's a learning target for the day. And that one and like what is what is backward design chapter one talks about one starts at the end the desired result or or standard and then derives the curriculum from the evidence of learning performances called for by the standard and teaching need to equip students to to perform and so and that is exactly how formative assessment should be set up. We'll be talking more a little bit about formative assessment than we will submittive, submittive, but we will touch on that in the end. And so I found that very fascinating because that is it, when you are building a learning lesson like I have in previous classrooms or classes um, in the MIT program or even being a student teacher in Mr. Keller's sixth and seventh grade, we have our lesson plan always starts at the end. And by that, I mean, it also, it always starts at what is the goals and standards? What is the end goal? And what do I, as a teacher, what am I trying to educate the students on? What do I want them at the end of the lesson plan to know and to learn about the topics? So it doesn't start out with, this this it doesn't start out with so first they walk in five minutes this five minutes that no you start at the end in order to then go back and be like okay and it's it's like a thesis that's honestly what i did the background backward design is literally for me in english english language arts it's it's the thesis it's the all-around encompassing main point that is like squeeze down into one sentence that truly allows the teacher and the students to have a clear goal and a clear standard and how i tie that into how i said earlier into tennis is before every during every week of tennis practice um i started out tennis freshman year made it into varsity i did doubles for two years and then i switched to singles is we would talk to our coaches they were uh, as a married couple we would talk to our coaches and we would establish they always had this notebook on hand we would establish our goal i would we would both sit down and i would i would tell him what i wanted what my goal was for the week whether it was serving whether it was volleying whether it was whether it was my backhand my forehand we each week we would practice so we started off from the very basics right just the basics um, of bending of using your legs not just your arms to swing 
And so we had that foundation and be and then building off of that every week, we would try something new. But what I noticed is that we always had a goal. We always did the backward design where we started out with a goal and we started out with a standard. And we also started out with what did I already know that we can implement, that we can we can truly implement into my strive to make it to make the serve better to make the serve more in you know and to where I and so just an that was that's just an example but that's a great way for me that I found to and to have an end goal so I would be like this week I really want to get 90% of my first serves in and then we would and then throughout the week he would do formative assessment with me where it would be an ongoing process where every other day he would check in he would help me he would correct me on my serves so it wasn't a summative assessment where at the end of the week it was like okay show me what you got but it was a, it was a formative assessment where throughout the days throughout the weeks throughout the uh, after school activities we would be practicing and it'd be a little at a time it wouldn't be something that was like the whole entire um tennis practice but it would just be those small amount of chunks where we were able to really really narrow down on my goal foresee the goal so have that backward design and then proceed with formative assessment where it was just a planned ongoing process where there was learning involved, there was correction involved, but and so uh, going to mindful assessment on page nine, first chapter, I actually really liked the sentence. The problem with providing a number is is that in, is summative, right? So the end result. So instead of instead of just at the end of us setting our goal and at the end of the week being my coach being like, okay, well show me what you got. No, instead it was a formative throughout the whole entire time and. And I really liked it says it does not identify. So if it was a summative, which was towards the end, just that one day he would check on me. It does not identify strengths and weaknesses or provide feedback for learning and development. So I highlighted that provide feedback for learning and development. If I didn't have that formative feedback for learning and for increasing my, if he didn't come and say, ooh, stand a little more to your left, angle your right foot a little bit this way. If I didn't have that constant feedback in the middle of the week, I wouldn't have changed and my serve wouldn't have gotten to that degree that it needed to at the end of the week. When we did do our summative, when it was okay at the end of the month, how did you do? How did you improve kind of thing? And it's interesting because for our summative assignments, assessments we would uh play uh play each other play each up our opponent not our opponents but our teammates and if we would win we would get that higher ranking than them so that was a summative we did contain that because you know if you did improve with that formative assessment then you were able to advance and be ranked higher than someone else so we did have that summative and it was also important because you do want the number one spot person number two number three spot person playing in the position that they're supposed to be playing so that summative assessment did help with that but it was that formative that really narrowed in that really narrowed in exactly what we were supposed to be doing and so yeah that's just a little bit about that's why i'm kind of um, thinking i do want to do more of like a tennis coach because i do have that background and i'm able to connect to those dots with the metaphor assignment but we will also see i also like this quote on page nine 
from mindful assessment and it says and learning focused feedback is one of the most significant things that we can provide our students to improve their learning outcome which I have already mentioned and I absolutely do agree upon and also what I did touch upon but um diagnostic assessment which is on page 12 of the book it talks about assessment also allows the teachers to develop an understanding of his or her current current situation and enable effective planning including access to resources support and timing adjustments and that is exactly what our coach was doing with that formative assessments he was able they i would say they were able to see what under what our understanding was what level we st- we were starting out with that week that month what level of how our serves were the level of that we uh, identified with and then leaning into that using that formative assessment to assess and then leading to suitable revisions effective focused and timely teaching and learning and so i found all these three readings this week really encompass that idea of in order to see the end result it it is not just like a one day thing where you just plan the goal and then at the end you have that summative no it's all the three so you start out with you start out with backwards design which starts with the goal starts with the learning target starts with the standards you can use diagnostic assessment which is a form of formative assessment very similar or you can use that informative assessment throughout to the learning target and then the conclusion will be a summative assessment where you will see that progress you will see that progress over time but it will be made very clear in the end about exactly what the student was able to learn and what the student what the student like gave